0: Hey, what's up guys? It's Brian Gendron, co-host of Breaking Down Bits. Uh, Super excited to finally be back behind the mic. We've been on a bit of a hiatus, uh, growing comedy clubs, the Riot Comedy Club down in Houston, throwing comedy festivals, the Riot Comedy Festival, Uh, and of course, Drew moving to New York. So things have just been... very hectic for us but we're pulling it together we're getting another season we're excited to do it i love these interviews we learn so much we grow and get to share it with y'all so uh, excited to be back into this community breaking down bits uh, so that's the first announcement we're gonna be kicking it off with this very first episode of season seven An incredible episode uh, we discuss festivals at our festival with some big time headliner jill Mackey. Ian Lara, Cypher Sounds, uh, just a great episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it, Uh, which brings me to my second announcement. I'm excited to share uh, the Riot Comedy Festival coming back uh, April 4th through 7th here in Houston, Texas. RiotComedyFestival.com is where you can get more information. Uh, Comedian submissions are open as of May 4th. Early submissions, you save some loot by doing that early, and you get involved in our contest, which is a fully transparent process. We use your tape. We compare it against other comedians. We pick the 24 funniest comedians. We bring them all into Houston. Uh, Y'all compete to win $2,500 and the title of the Riot Comedy National comedy contest winner, uh, congratulations to this year's winners. Uh, Chris Grace walked away with twenty five hundred dollars. He's got a headlining gig at the Riot Comedy Club on uh, Thanksgiving weekend, as well as a week at Stand Up New York and some pretty cool hardware and bragging rights. So that's Chris Grace. In uh, second place was Ryan Thomas. He won five hundred bucks. Uh, Mason James from here in Houston won two hundred and fifty, and uh, of course, Jill Weiner was our fourth place. She walked away with 50 bucks. She got her submission fees back and maybe even a little bit of pocket change. So, uh, get those submissions in. Another cool thing we're doing at this year's riot comedy festival too, is we have a uh, shorts contest. Really exciting. So, uh, uh, comedy shorts, it can be anything from animation. It can be mockumentary uh, whatever makes us laugh just you got to keep it under 10 minutes uh, the winner of that contest walk away with a thousand dollars we're also doing uh, audience vote and that winner can get 250 or you can win both then there's another contest called verts uh, another video contest that's shorts um, it's like social media content uh, vert as in vertical It doesn't have to be vertical but it does have to be under 90 seconds and you can win a thousand dollars for that too right so a thousand bucks go to that contest category winner uh, as well as 250 audience per audience vote so a lot of cool opportunities to to come down to the riot comedy festival riot comedy um, just announced april 4th through 7th uh, but let's bring it back to why we're all here uh, let's kick off that first episode of season seven breaking down bits with joe Mackey, cypher sounds ian lara i'm brian gender and my co-host drew jordan <laughs>
1: Welcome to Breaking Down Bits A conversation about great comedy bits With the comedians who wrote and performed them
0: Welcome to Breaking Down Bits. I'm Brian Gendron.
1: I'm Drew Jordan, and we are here at the Riot Comedy Festival, the very first one absolutely ever. We're doing a live podcast, and we're so glad... It's kind of live. You're watching it now, so it's live, right?
0: Yeah, the inaugural comedy festival. We're going to roll some people in. Uh, what better place to start than uh, than somebody you've already had on the podcast. We're happy
2: to welcome back Ian Lara. How are you, man?
1: I'm good, man. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I, that's what I feel like your whole vibe is right now. <laughs> 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 What's happening? Are you under? You're like, you asked us
2: to be on it. <laughs> and then you come in and you're Hollywood. <laughs> nah, man, this is great. This is great. I've seen this uh, club grow to like this big... Block festival with a giant astronaut in front of it is nice to see.
0: We have a th- What he's talking about is a 30 foot inflatable astronaut that's out there. and Yeah. Uh, Just Michigan. like a guy. I've been telling everyone
2: it's 50 feet. It's a massive blow up doll. You've been saying 50?
1: I mean, that's yeah. 50
2: feet It's yeah. huge. Huge uh, astronaut, huge tent. There's street performers. It's insane. Yeah, Here's a hip hop dancer's about to start out there. Yeah, I know. This yeah. is crazy. Are you yeah. part of that? No, that was a racist, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> I'm enj- I'm excited to go see it. Uh but look so so we wanna, <laughs>
0: what we want to talk about today is what, what are you are you doing the hippity hop.
2: <laughs> no, nah, i I'm just doing just doing it. comedy, man.
0: <laughs> Working the room. Oh, um, cancel now. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, but so this is a good segue because that's what we want to talk about today. What makes a good festival, right? So we we, we tried to bring a lot of those elements in here, bringing that carnival feel to it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that makes a good festival or not. I'd love to hear from, from you. Uh, yeah, anyone. well,
2: I mean, I feel like I, I, at my point, I don't come to the festivals to like, there was a point where you would come to the festival where you wanted to get discovered, right? You just wanted to, you thought you could meet people and get work, but I've learned that that doesn't happen <laughs> generally so for me a festival is just like a good hang i love to hang out with like other comedians because you don't necessarily get a chance to hang out on a weekend like everyone's always doing the road thing doing the old thing so it's nice to like catch up and do short sets and you go watch a friend perform and they watch you and then you get like the fresher comics like newer comics will ask you like tips and stuff and you get to help them out and then the comics who are above you you ask them and you get to help them out that's like a good festival too yeah,
0: I mean, absolutely. The networking component is is a big deal. Uh
1: yeah, and the hang, I think the hang is important. You're right. Like you don't yeah. you don't get a ton, I'm sure as a as a, more of a headliner, if you're on the road, if you're yeah. a road dog kind of comic, you don't really get to hang with a, a ton of for people sure. on the weekends because you're for always sure. on the run.
2: And all the headliners, like all the big names that I know, all the big headliners, like they only really go to a festival if they're like it's a good hang. Like right. that's the only reason to, to do it because they're like I could just do a weekend somewhere. And so is it
1: like back in the day, like when they, you know, maybe 80s, 90s, when you did like one late night set and you were like set for life used to be the festivals were a way to get booked and meet, meet, what, bookers, producers?
2: I mean, it still is, right? I guess some some festivals still is. I know some people that went to festivals and they met the Tonight Show booker or whatever the booker. So it still is. And um, obviously, I know for sure, like, I could tell by the – by the effort you guys put into it, I know for sure, like, with the, with time, this is gonna be one of those festivals where like, cause you do something like this, and then next year it's like, oh no, nah, they really go all out, like you gotta come out, go check it out, so I'm sure this will be one of those festivals where like, the the bookers and producers, but you shouldn't go for it for that, cause then if you don't happen, then you leave disappointed, and you think it was a waste of time or money, you shouldn't go for it for that, you should go for like, the camaraderie and hang out with other comics, and and you see them in the street, and you pick their mind, if you have a question about anything, you could ask them, and it's like, low pressure. I agree with all that. You know, to me, what makes a
0: good festival is sort of that this carnival environment, but also uh, connecting fans to comedians in an intimate way. You know, yeah. you, you talked about getting in with other comics, but also getting to connect and talk to your fans. It's pretty
2: exciting, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen no fans of mine's here yet but saturday is tomorrow, tomorrow. Get, your headline is tomorrow <laughs> so, yeah saturday so is tomorrow so, so I, I, yeah i'll see some hopefully some people <laughs> people been asking me for the bathroom i'm like nah i'm performing they're like why are beer? you standing in front of the bathroom
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah no but you guys this is this is great and the room upstairs is redone and the tent i mean i have i, I can't wait
1: to see it like tonight and tomorrow night when it's packed out so what was like your first? What do you remember? Like your first festival experience and what how that felt back? You know, back before you had maybe got to the place where you are now in comedy.
2: Um, yeah, to be honest, I was never like really like coming up. I was never really like a festival guy like that because I kind of was just like I was in New York, so I was like everybody that like is in New York, so I don't need to like if you if you live in a small town, then you go to a festival. That's where all everyone meets the bookers, the things. But like in New York, they're there already. So I was like, I don't, I didn't really need. But the first time I really did a festival was probably South by Southwest, oh, yeah. which I've done it two years in a row, and uh, and that was, like, a great hang. Like, that was more, like, the show's kind of become secondary, right? <laughs> right. The comics hit each other up. Like, where you guys at? Where you guys hanging? And you get to see comics that you haven't seen, like, all year, and, you haven't, you, and you're you doing short sets, and sometimes, like, the host of the show would be, like, a headliner who doesn't host, so you get to see, like, a headliner host the show and run the show his own, like, that's, like, all like exciting and then there's the theme shows which i generally don't like theme shows but like out of festivals there's like a cool thing to it like oh we're telling stories today or we're going up there with no material or we're gonna pretend we're gay i don't know what, the, <laughs> what i don't know the, what, what type of shows well, you guys a are homophobic talking. but yeah uh... no it's a show idea it's actually very progressive if you think about it <laughs> to, 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 to name your show the gay show which is just straight men we yeah, got it we have it gay. we actually the gay have that. yeah no, correct. i didn't get booked i called my agent um but yeah the theme shows are like the the the. there's like so much there's a carnival like you said a carnival aspect to it which generally in comedy uh especially if you're a purist you don't get to like really explore that you kind of just want to go do the stand-up
1: and that's it did you find anything like so maybe earlier on for people who are, are just looking to try to start getting into festivals They're they're getting better at comedy a few years yeah. in did you first get into comedy into festivals any tips on submissions for, like, video uh, submissions, anything yeah. that they can do? Because, like, it's hard It's hard for a, a new newer comic to get into a festival. For sure. I've been rejected a lot. I mean, I,
2: I applied to festivals my first few years. I got denied uh, every festival I applied to. I got denied pretty much at everything that I've tried to do. And, like, early on, I just kind of just gave up the applying part of it. And I was just, like... That's why I didn't do any festivals, because like once I got to the level where I might have been accepted, I just wasn't applying. I was like, I only want to be at festivals that want me there. Like yeah. that's it. I, invite only. You invite me, I'll go. I'll do your festival. But other than that, like I, I'm not gonna submit because I was one of those comics that didn't get. I, I got denied off everything. Like, I'll
0: t- I'm gonna tell you something. Like, the way we did our selection process is different, for, and for that reason, because I, I used to submit videos, and you submit an unlisted video with zero views, they <laughs> they come back and they deny you, and it still has. Zero. Has fucking zero views right yeah. so i'm like look we're going to change the, the 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 model on that drew knows this we sat down and we watched 32 hours worth of, of footage we did it as a contest and we did it on a on a public server. Well, public you know allowing people to join that, yeah. that had the link, you understand. So then they could actually know that we were actually on the other side of this Okay. Team. I thought that was that transparency was something we wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm,
2: you guys are comics, right? So anytime like a comic is running anything, I'm always going to side with a comic doing the thing. Like when I my HBO special, I had a comic directed who never directed anything. And she never directed a stand-up special, but she was a comic. So I inherently trusted her. I was just like, she knows what we like. You understand all aspects of it. From the from starting off to you know to wherever you are now. So I'm always gonna trust like a comic to do something. Not always. Not all comics. Well not always, but I'm saying, yeah, no, not always there's like saying, ghetto yeah. messes, but like I'm yeah. I'm talking about like yeah. as far as like, you know, if, if a comic like whenever if you want to know if a festival's good, ask a comic, right? Yeah, a right, comic could right, right, right. tell you yeah, 100%. that festival's good, yeah. or a comic will tell you not. I feel not.
1: like clubs are like that too. There's some club owners that are just in it for the business. Yeah, they don't understand, don't love comedy Most like I
0: think that is what's unique about our room is that you you know, we we designed it. I designed it as a comic with a yeah. comic in mind. Yeah, and, but and
2: I don't anyway. even trust like the club owners. Like sometimes you hear club owners who have like a reputation, like they've been around for 30 years. I don't even really trust them. Like I, I'll still I'll still trust a comic over them. Like because if you're not getting on stage and knowing what it feels like of like. Why is there music pounding? Like the owner doesn't think about that a lot because right. he doesn't get on stage. So he doesn't know what it feels like to have a bass pumping when you're trying to do material. So I always just go with comedy.
0: Just, you know, being on that, I'm um, kind of both sides. Yeah. I can tell you that, you know, obviously a lot of the businesses, it becomes, ends up becoming a bar right. that you're running. You're running yes. a bar, you're running yeah. a staff, a yeah. restaurant, whatever it is. And then the com- com- comedy is just what brings people into the door. Yeah,
2: so, right. Which right I always find, and obviously I never, Owned a club or invested in the clubs, and I. So my my would opinion, you like to? My, <laughs> no, I'm good. My opinion has always been very low-stake opinion, but I always find that the clubs that generally across the country that generally do the best treat the comic the best, Correct. not their audience. Like they they treat the comic the best, and then comics tell comics you have to go there. Uh-huh. They treat you so good, and then as you grow as a comedian, you might become a huge name. But you still go back there because you remember how well they treated you.
0: Yeah, and in our model here, it's one A, one B. So we so yeah. we treat the audience and the and the comics one A, one B. Those are our priorities. And yeah. if you do those two things, everything falls in right. place. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I never owned a club, but I would say the comic should come before the audience. I know. I hear you. Yeah. Because, I, we say the audience is one A, one B.
0: But you know, it's it's so close, it's neck and neck for yeah. us. And at the end of the day, it's about the. Because
2: uh, if you want to run, because if you think about, it, if you want to run a comedy club the comedy should be the first thing, right? But you need the audience, too. So yeah, 1A, one day, 1A. One day, uh, who knows, man. Yeah, you of, yeah. know? But every club, like The Cellar, every A club, like, if you go to the cellar, like they would, you they behave like as if the audience was not a factor. Like yeah. they're like, you talk once, you are out of here. We don't care, like what you do. You pull out your phone. There's no back and forth, no back talk. They'll kick you off the line before you even get in there. I think it's important to have a standard
1: for yeah, the audience yeah, that yeah, you have to yeah, meet to yeah. be in that room. Right? Yeah,
2: the audience got to step up if you want to come <laughs> watch the show at the cellar. <laughs> That's and and every comic you gotta, loves submit, it. A to yeah, yeah. You gotta submit a tape to get into the room. You gotta submit a tape of you at a show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not talking, not yeah. yelling, not heckling not saying anything and they're like
2: nope you looked at your watch nope get them out of here you can't watch a show here and uh every club is like that like comedy on state out here is like that the denver comedy works is like that every club that's like anything good always i feel like they they think if there's an internet
1: video of someone tackling a comic on stage that probably it's
2: probably probably not it probably uh champion the audience more than more than the comic
0: oh yeah well, uh, well, listen, Ian, Lauer, this is your second time on the show, so uh, yeah. thanks for coming back to to Breaking Down Bits, and I uh, look forward to seeing you around the festival. Thanks for being here, my no man. No doubt, man.
2: Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks uh, so much. Tomorrow, right? 8 p.m.
0: maybe. 8 p.m. tomorrow is headline. Alright, man. Uh, so, so th- yeah, thank you. You can get one yeah. applause <laughs> from yeah. there. Hey, look oh, at man, that. Live like podcast.
2: Do the interview with, like, a baby? Like <laughs>
0: <on the> <laughs> <show>. <laughs> All right. Uh, so this is kind of serendipitous because uh, Ian actually introduced us to this next guy coming up here. So, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, listen, uh, this next guy is also uh, one of our headliners on the fest, actually doing our close off show. Give Whoa. it up for Cypher Sounds, everybody. Yo. Cypher yeah. Sounds.
3: What's up, people? Oh, yeah. What's up? Welcome to the festival, Thank man. Thank you, man. Thanks, Thanks for having wearing
1: me. wearing sunglasses in the middle of this. Interview. I know. What's
3: up with this guy? <laughs> he's Hollywood, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn, a kid just walked in. That's I can't say. That's my kid. <laughs>
1: That's my
0: son. Can he's I safe. say
3: bad words? No, no bad words. Okay. No, hey. you can He's
0: His, his mom's with him. I he's she's the...
4: <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. kids on laps. Sorry. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's one thing about our foot. So uh, we we allow kids under ten to come in. Usually they don't they walk. You know, participate in the comedy shows. But we have a carnival outside. So yeah. I mean,
1: we think that's good as long as they're with a parent or guardian. We're not your babysitter. You know what I mean? There mm. was a belly dancer yesterday. That c- it was pretty PG thirteen.
0: It was a belly dancer. You missed the
1: belly
3: dancer. Oh, I shouldn't. I had to reschedule. I couldn't come on Thursday. I missed the belly dancer. Do you like
0: belly dancers? Who doesn't like belly dancers? I don't like them, dude. Why? Because they stare at you. You know what I'm talking about? They stare. You ever seen like the real Greek ones? They stare you down and they do the clickety clackety. Oh,
3: like like look you in the eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You don't want them to see into your soul. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) What are you hiding?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Trying to eat my my baklava, dude. What, what, tell, tell us about your festival experience. What makes what makes a festival great? Um, you? you know
3: what? Ian stole a lot of my answers. Cause uh, fr- first of all, you know me. I had a weird start into comedy, so I never really went like I didn't have to like climb the ladder of submissions or anything like that. But I also did, I, did my mic get lower. Did you lower my mic? Why are you trying to shut me down? <laughs> um, cut it. Just cut <laughs> it. So yeah, I had a weird start. So I didn't. I never really got to do a lot of festivals. This is only my third one. No. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, this is only my third one. Only really, the two you did. I did. Uh, where's John? Is he here? Okay. I did. No, I never did South. By. Well, I've done a lot of. I've done a lot of festivals as yeah. like an opener. Yeah, yeah. Like I opened for Michael Che. I opened for Mo Am. Or I've been that's shows like that. But I wasn't. I wasn't booked on it. I was just part Moon of Moon Tower. Else's. You were. I remember that, right? Yeah, Moon yeah. Tower was the um, only one. and Before big, that was the, the Idaho.
0: It's big, the biggest festival in the country, really. Moon Tower. Moon Tower, Arguably, yeah. Right. <laughs>
3: Yeah, JFL is Moon Tower. Now it is. Now it is. Yeah. So, so yeah. When I hear all these people talk about, oh, Montreal did this, Montreal did that, I've been there, but I was like as an opener for someone else. I see. So I just so this is uh you know exciting. But Moon Tower was the first one that I
1: actually got you know booked on. Okay. So what 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 is your favorite thing about like now that you're. You're kinda you've done a couple of festivals. Yeah. What what do you like? Is it the hang time that you're the, the really doing? De- like a as
3: a comic, the hang time is I mean, almost most important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the almost most important thing. Um, because it's like some of the shows be rowdy and there'll be like ten comics. I mean, when I did Moon Tower I only had like a seven minute set. I was like, How am I gonna get off on this? But it was the first time I saw Rory Scoville live, who's one of my favorite comics. So I was like, Oh, this is great that I'm actually like getting to see all these different comics, and then you meet comics from all different areas, and you hear about like different clubs and different spots. Not just, you know, in New York we get like a lot of L.A. cat, and then it's just like New York and L.A. And I want to learn. I want to go to other places.
0: I'm glad you said that too, because when I ran into you at Moon Tower, that's what you said to me. You said spots are only seven minutes, and that stuck with me. I'm like, look, we're going to do ten minute spots. Yeah. I I think that that you know that seems to be. Or like, I get it because it's you've you got
3: so many people in town, and you're trying to give everyone shows, but like. You still gotta be able to get off, and you still want the audience to have a good show. So they gotta get to know
0: you, and you can't yeah, do it in
1: exactly. Se-
3: you can't do it in seven minutes. I think I can you do need-
1: a lot in seven minutes. Yeah, comedy.
3: Per, 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 oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. comedy guy. I mean, I'm, I remember the days when I didn't even have seven minutes, so I'm happy for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I do a good ten, solid, solid. Ten. I believe it. This guy's a headline. Is, is, you seen, you seen this yeah, guy? I'm telling
0: you, Houston loves. Such I was sounds. just this, here. Yeah. What. Two January. months ago, yeah, January. January.
3: Mm-hmm. Man, I no, I'm not, I'm not blowing smoke up here. Is that kid still here? No, I'm yeah, not blowing, my, my, I'm my not kid. blowing smoke up your ass because it's your festival. Mm-hmm. But this was literally yeah, we the most, the best show I've ever had. Best weekend I ever had was here at right the, the second time. The first time was trash. Remember that? Oh, I was here. <laughs> Disgusting. for Disgusting. The worst
0: show ever. We did. We did renovate the room since then. He also brought by Mo Hammer, which was yeah, great. Mo we get the, yeah, Mo Ammer came through. I'm
3: trying to get him to come this week. He just got back from Abu Dhabi. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, this was like my best weekend ever. So I wanted to come back. Dope. And but it was so close to when I was here. Brian was like, "Oh, you can't do the festival," and I'll just I'll just come on my yeah. own. <laughs> <laughs> there he like, is I'm so like you, an illegal You just festival. imposed yeah. your yeah. will Like <laughs> yeah. I'm the captain now You yeah, just came exactly. over I'm on this festival yeah, now Yeah, yeah I, I, I Somali pirate <laughs> The festival <laughs> I got Yo, I got No hotel info No transportation but, I don't yeah. know what show I'm on Don't listen to this guy I
0: booked, the, I booked <laughs> him <laughs> on the hotel I <laughs> gave him the fucking Coles I out know. show listen. Yeah, this guy Yeah. We're right. gonna have fun, man Yeah uh, we'll but fun. but no, Houston loves Cypher Sounds. We're so happy you're able to come back in here and, and do the thing and uh, and uh, yeah. I mean, so what are you looking forward to most? You just you just get, really got here. I mean, you've, what are you looking forward to most other than the hang? Uh, obviously, your closeout show. You're doing your DJ thing, right? Yeah,
3: yeah yeah yeah. I'm doing the where I do my half DJ half comedy thing. So that's on the last show on Sunday, right? So a lot, yeah, a lot of fun. If you guys if yeah, you yeah. haven't
0: seen the show, it's just you know it brings up comics and then kind of cuts it up with them after you do your your yeah. DJ set and. Uh, yeah, that's
3: gonna be super fun. But honestly like there's a lot of comics that I want to I just want to watch a lot of com- I
0: mean I watch so much fan. anyway. It's one of the cool parts about coming oh, to festival I'm Christine. a fan bro. yeah exactly. You're telling
3: me I could go see all these shows for free? Yeah. Throughout the whole couple weeks, I mean couple uh, couple days in a weekend. I'm in. We should charge them You know some
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Some comics are not good audience members. Yeah. And some comics that really do love comedy and they appreciate it and they'll they'll watch anybody and enjoy it.
3: I try not to judge cuz um you know everybody got their own story but i do get weirded out when you're not a comedy fan but you're a comic i'm like don't you want to see some other stuff i remember once can i tell a story
0: yeah
1: please
3: i was at the comedy cellar cuz i'm very famous in new york <laughs> and um We've, yeah i knew it was
0: going to come out I mean, yeah. you knew it was coming out
3: I, that's what i had um but it was like my early days maybe like my first year and a half at the cellar and at the cellar there's this thing called the table where all the comics hang out you know what i mean like ian was saying they treat comics very well at the cellar so i'm sitting there there's a bunch of comics and everybody's talking ragging on each other and then they all kind of fade away to go do their shows their spots and it was just me and tom papa and tom papa goes all right it's just you and me what's up kid like I guess we're just gonna talk now. I said, oh, "Nice to meet you. I'm a fan. Thank you so much." And he goes, "What's your deal? You seem kind of regular." And I go, uh, "I go. Well, I used to do radio first, and then that's how it got me into comedy. So you know, I'm kind of new here." And he goes, "He goes. Do you feel weird that all these comics that you look up to and that are super funny are like really messed up, and you think that you're not as funny as them because you're not as messed up?" And I was like, "Well, I didn't know this was a, a therapy Tom, session." That's what Tom, Tom said, <laughs> dude. Yeah. yeah, Tom Popper. Because he's
0: like a normal, he's got like a family and that's stuff. What, that's yeah. what he was
3: basically saying. He goes, he goes, don't let that affect your comedy. If you're a normal guy, be a normal guy. Don't right. think you have to be insane in the membrane yeah. to be a good comic. And it, it really helped a lot because it's like some of these comics are whacked out. You see the,
0: Ian Lara, that last Ian guy? Ian Lara. Is,
3: yeah. <laughs> he wore sunglasses to a podcast. <laughs> he's desperately looking for love. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so that helped me out a lot, and it was a great piece of advice from a guy early on when I was like, damn, this, these guys, I, do you have to be depressed to be a good comic? I mean, I, I do bad. I, I do
1: thought bad. you had to be poor to be a good comic early yeah, on. Yeah. You'd be poor and depressed. That, yeah. That's what makes a good that's comic. That's
3: another thing. I yeah. came into the game with money. That's why I can't Because you're, you're kind of famous. i very famous in me. New York. Yeah. <laughs> Is that my camera? Yeah. <laughs> I'm very famous in New York, so. <laughs> but, yeah, that helped me a lot, man. So, like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, that's where you hang out. That's like a hang, but it's like a New York hang. So like the festivals is all that, and people like throwing different pieces of advice and techniques, and oh, you should go do this. Oh, this is a good run when you do these three cities in a row. Mm. So yeah, I like that.
1: That's good. That's good information. Yeah, if you're trying if you're trying to be a road comic, yeah, this is an opportunity to to talk to the people that one level above you.
3: Okay. They, he just we're getting I, the
1: light. We're light? getting, the, we're getting the, light the light on it? this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta go hang. Ian said, hey. going, but yo,
3: you know what's funny? Ian Lara said something to me I'm gonna can I say this? I'm kiss. I'm gonna tell you it anyway. He said something to me a couple weeks ago that has been sticking in my brain since he said it, right? Because we were talking about all these TikTok comics that blow up and like get millions of views and get all these bookings. And he was like, Yeah, if we get that, great. But if not, it don't matter He goes, I'm a professional comedian. I got an HBO special, I got to tonight's show set When you hire me, you're hiring a professional comedian. I come in, I do my job, I make the audience laugh, and you pay me for it. And I was like, yeah, man, that's perfect piece of advice to like, because you get, you know, we stare at all these guys on Instagram, you know, doing all these shows or, or TikTok. And, you know, we're all trying to get a clip that goes viral so we could sell out shows, but it's like, he's like more consistent. I'm a professional comedian, you pay me to do comedy. And I, like, helped a lot.
0: I have a good question for you. Uh, special. You going to do it? Yeah. You going to record something? Of yeah. course. When?
1: <laughs> I don't know. Tomorrow? No, Tonight? Let's it. do it. Yeah, it's
0: close it show. here? Yeah, let's go. Man,
3: we should have taped it the weekend I was here. That let's was, go. That was great. Yeah, we've done um, a few specials here. Yeah, I'm not rushing it, though. Yeah. Like, I, I got, you know, I was supposed to do one of those HBO half hours. But um I don't know. I guess that HBO Max... Ian Lara took your in. spot bro Ian Lara took all the spots yeah, He's in
0: a couple of them right? He's
3: taking Ian Lara all the spots, all the spots. Yeah. Yeah. Ian Lara is a very better version of Cypher South <laughs> <laughs> in every way <laughs> yeah. I oh. think it's so
1: interesting that you have like the DJ stuff yeah. for you personally that's like you, that's such an added value For a fa- I feel like you'd be like you should close every festival in America. That's because what I always try to. You that's sit, you bring something so fun. When I
3: try to sell myself to festivals, I'm like, "Hey, listen, I want to do spots, but also I got this whole music element." And they, they, it seems like they don't get it. And I'm like, what bothers me is like, hey, you know how that one comic that was so weird and no one liked them, and now he's the biggest comic in the world? Don't you something doesn't hit you as a booker to go, okay, maybe I should. Do something that's not always the norm because it could grow to be the biggest thing. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. where's your forward – once you pass two, three guys who are left field and they blow up, you should go, okay, let me watch these left field people because they have a tendency to go, you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. further than normal. But, yeah, my DJ said I wasn't doing it as much because I wanted to be a good comic first. Yeah. But now I feel that I got that, so now I'm gonna start
1: implementing a lot more DJing. I think that's so unique and so fun. Yeah, it's and at least fun. it's not a comic playing a guitar. I mean, God, thank you so much. For not <laughs> Is doing Morgan that. Jay here yet? Morgan Jay's coming. Uh, I heard him upstairs. He was okay. actually he was actually great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, uh, one actually, you know, Monroe
0: Martin, another yeah, solid guy. Yeah, Yeah, So he was. He had a. He, Pitch me a good business idea. He's like, look, you need to take, like, your dating show. We have a thing called Swipe Right that we yes, do here. It's like, on yeah. the festival. And he's like, you need to sell that to colleges. So, like, it's the same thing that like, you're doing. You absolutely. package You package something that you have that's unique in yeah. comedy and try to sell it to, to festivals and things. Yeah. I think you're going to success man. It's, it's such a fun thing, and we can't wait for it on I'm Sunday. I'm having a fantastic time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, hey, man, thanks for being here, okay. We're gonna. Thanks we, for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we can't wait for that album to drop. You keep us posted, dude. And, uh... Thanks for this. not wearing sunglasses. Do we
1: get, do we get free food here?
0: No, yeah, we're charging you for everything. Free, you said you're famous in Europe. I, thought,
1: I didn't think you were even booked on this. Yeah. Meal ticket. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey guys, give it up,
0: give it up for Cipher Sounds, everybody. Bye. Let them hear, guys. All right, we got one more guest, Drew, and then we got to close this thing out. Uh, very excited about this guy. Another guy that's returned to us for a few times. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Joe Mackey, everybody. Ooh. Joe Mackey.
1: Be prepared. This microphone, Cipher Sounds, holds a microphone with such force. Yeah. It's hot. So be careful.
4: Check. What, check. Wh-
0: <laughs> Welcome to breaking down bits, Joe. How you doing? I'm hanging in there. How are you? Oh man, doing great. So good to see you again. One of my, one of my favorite comedians since uh, the since the the NBC deal, the uh, uh, last comic standing. Yeah, yeah, me from since since I saw that. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and so ha- so happy to be able to work with you every time you come into Houston. So. Oh,
4: I have a blast here. Uh, upstairs, uh, the crowds are always good. Uh, I just murdered people are already talking about it, expectations are high <laughs> for tomorrow. I'm very yeah. talented.
0: That's right, of course, so Joe, Joe's, <laughs> very t- Joe's headlining on uh, tomorrow night at 6 p.m., uh, tickets are selling pretty well. I'm very excited, in the main stage, very excited about it. Have you seen the main stage yet? Did you go look at that? Yes, I,
4: I told jokes in the tent a few minutes ago. Okay, cool. Nice. People said it went very well, uh, I murdered, <laughs> expectations are high. What was your
1: what was your first festival experience and how did you how did you start getting into festivals
4: oh I did the Lucy Fest Uh, it's uh, Lucy Lucy Ball's hometown Jamestown New York oh nice Uh, it is uh, a little bit uh, further down towards Erie from Buffalo and uh, it's always nice when you're starting out and you get to do a festival because it makes you feel like a pro yeah Uh, sometimes people don't understand it's harder to get your first festival than your first TV spot in in a sense Uh, so And that was just a regular submission, Uh, or did you get? Yeah, I sent I sent a tape in or something like that. You know, Uh, back when you still sent tapes in, I just dated VHS. I just dated myself. (laughs) I mean, you know, remember guys? Remember tapes from back in (laughs) twenty (laughs) eighteen? Yes, yes, tapes, tapes, yeah,
1: Scotch tape, all sorts of tape.
4: Yeah, and VHS tapes. Yeah. yeah. So
1: you so you got that was your first festival?
4: That was my first festival what? oh that I traveled for. There was this festival that uh, I won the championship at the New York Underground Festival. Oh nice. And then they never had that festival <laughs> again. Reigning champ, Joe Mackey, <laughs> yeah, everybody. It was, it, was, it was like what's the point? <laughs> of having another New York underground festival. No one's going to top that. <laughs> it's like, why do they still play Olympic basketball after the 92 Dream Team? <laughs> That's what people were saying during my set. And I was like, stop talking about the 92 Dream Team. <laughs>
1: what do you think makes it, what, to you, what, what do you enjoy about a festival? What makes a, a good festival for a comic?
4: Lots of shows, uh, less parties.
1: You're not into partying?
4: I don't understand how comedy became for cool kids, you know? <laughs> like, comedy's supposed to you see, in Laura,
1: f- he wore sunglasses to this podcast previously.
4: I don't know who that is. And <laughs> if I did know who that was, I would pretend that I didn't know who that was, because I don't like it when people wear sunglasses inside. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, less, you're not into the party scene. You're about doing the shows, more shows.
4: Uh, I'll, I'll have a brewski or 2 with my friends, but, like, <laughs> I got into comedy because I wasn't good at socializing. Yeah. So I just I just don't understand. Like, I can party at home. Yeah. Like, I don't need to get on a plane and book a hotel, and it's just not, I don't know. Uh,
1: so you're basically saying the opposite of what the last two comics said, because they said <laughs> that they love co- festivals are worthless to them except for the hangs, and you're like, no, I want the stage time.
4: Ian, what was the other guy's name? (laughs) (laughs) It was a a little... Cypher sounds with a Z. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Cypher and Ian Laura. You know he's good because it's spelled with (laughs) a (laughs) Z. That's how you know it's special. I like Cypher. He's a good dude, and uh, I... The guy once with sunglasses. He's also very talented. <laughs> Are you like in a feud? Or is there a no, feud? I don't. Is there a festival feud. Beef, <laughs> like a festival beef. Trying <laughs> to here. start beef here, gang. Trying to get some beef going.
0: Doesn't like parties. Likes like starting drama. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I like.
4: I like to be a little bit of a, a conoclast.
1: Maybe. <laughs> That's important though, because I do think as a, I'm pretty introverted. And I, you know, social situations are not always like easy for me. I'm a terrible networker. I don't, I feel weird going up to yeah. people I don't know. And so, yeah, sometimes the hangs are not always easy, but they're good. But so, what, what else about a festival? Is there some, some smaller, if someone out there is putting on shows and putting on festivals, what are some things they can do, do you think, to like raise the, the value of it for you?
4: I think that, and I know that it seems like I'm ducking the question. But, like, I think the most important part of a festival is having the festival, because uh, festivals get more people interested in comedy, sometimes you get more media. Uh, Anything you can do to grow the scene and have people interested in comedy, because once people go, once they go back again, the worst thing, the worst thing I hate going to a comedy show is people don't want to sit in the front row, because some douchebag's going to make fun of their shirt, you know? Like, uh, people are afraid of going to a comedy show because of that. Mm-hmm. And like, just, just get them to go, it's not so bad. Uh, that's the great thing about festivals is a lot of times like it's, uh, cities that put on a good festival, they really grow the scene over mm-hmm. years and decades.
0: Absolutely, and that's certainly one of our objectives is to, to really, uh, one, I mean, Houston doesn't have a lot of big events like this, unfortunately. And so there's definitely a, a gap where people need activities to do, it's a, ma- ma- a mega metropolitan area. Um, and then just, like you said, get more opportunity um, for our comedians, for visiting comedians, just to put us on the map, the riot you know, on, the, on the comedy
4: map. It's amazing more cities don't have festivals, yeah. you know, because like, I mean,
0: it's a lot of work, by the it, way. It is a lot of work
4: <laughs> and I'm not doing any of it, but you look tired. <laughs> you are doing it. You're,
0: you're performing. We, uh, yeah, we, we, that's you're true. An important I mean, part of it.
4: I got the easiest job is to come to perform because comics do that all the time. So I, I'm impressed that. I mean, you got that giant balloon and <laughs> a tent. That can't be easy to put up. It took us three tries. It took us oh, three. Really? Try. It did.
0: We, did. we needed about ten guys, and three, yeah, it took us three uh, three chances to get up a thirty foot inflatable astronaut.
1: So. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. A lot of effort went into this that has nothing to do with comedy. Yeah. Exactly. That's the. It's, yeah.
4: That's the hard stuff. It's like, uh, comics complain about bad rooms, and I'm like, it, it must not be easy. Because so many rooms are not set up well. So yeah. a festivals, it's like, uh, multiply that by an order of magnitude.
1: We work, work, we're working in rooms that we don't typically work. Like, we, we created this this studio room. We have a main stage that's a portable, like, temporary constructed building. So it, it is like, we have our main room, thankfully, that we kind of are tried and true room that we have worked to, to construct but now we're working in some like obviously festival temporary spaces as well
4: and this is a party room because you got shuffleboard right over there yeah right. we're ready
0: with with booze all with over b- yeah. With
4: yeah. beer, i mean yeah i don't what do you i mean you're just kind of creating an obstacle to the <laughs> shuffleboard so- sorry That's that
1: true. we've ruined the festival for you by by <laughs> not having the shuffleboard table operation i was like told too there, much there would fun. be shuffleboard
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's in my rider <laughs>
0: Nice. Uh, hey, you said something real quick that that, that stood out to me. Um, uh, when you The material that you do at a festival, any different than what you would do in, in any other spot?
4: No, I bring the pain the same way <laughs> wherever I go because yeah. uh, uh, something that uh, uh, Big Jay Oakerson told me after I bombed really bad once, he's like, uh, bombing is a good thing because anybody can kill with broad material. Like, make your jokes unique, and then your fans will find you, and you won't... You won't be a hack. Uh, So uh, you heard it here first. Bombing is good.
0: Bombing is good for you.
4: But I won't bomb tomorrow night at not Yeah, please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Expectations are high. (laughs) People are talking. People are talking. There's a lot of buzz. I mean, a few people left since I started talking, but that was because they wanted to talk more about my set.
1: (laughs) That's a good point, though, because your your comedy is – it seems like very much an extension of your personality, and you're you're not just hitting like guys are like this and women are like that. It's very personal to you.
4: Yeah. Uh, Which uh, I think it
1: should. I mean, it should be
4: another thing that's happened with comedy, with with it being like cool now, is that, like the people have friends, and when you have something, you don't want to lose it. Mm. So I feel like comics are less less apt to take risks yeah. these days. They want to please the crowd because. Uh, they've pleased the crowd their whole life and it's it's like like Big J said it's better to bomb sometimes because uh, the best comedians are the ones who have a unique po- point of view uh, and I don't you know uh, you know sypha and sunglasses guy they're great too you know <laughs> I'm trying to undo the damage I did earlier you know,
0: I do like it <clears throat> you're basically suggesting no pandering is uh, limited limit your pandering and get to the material
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think crushing is overrated And I think bombing is underrated
0: Bomb I'm going to go bomb You're about to go host a, a show I'm about to go bomb Go bomb I'm
4: going to go bomb for you Just for Joe Maggie Just for Maggie. Joe Maggie Well remember I inspired you to bomb yes. That's right People are talking <laughs> people, are t- people are talking be better closing This went off the rails I <laughs> did not That was not the message I wanted to come that, That's how like, we're going to end up That's like, the big message No yeah. can I say one last thing Please yes, do Into the camera Doing yeah. good at comedy Is very good <laughs> Being heard? good is good. Bombing. Yeah,
1: fine. You're
0: it here, folks. Yeah. All right. Guys, give it up for Joe Mackey for being for doing Thanks this. So Thank much. you for Thank being you. here on Thanks the festival. Good luck me. in your headlining set. We People know you're going to kill. People are There's talking
4: a buzz on the streets. Thank you. you
0: Thank you so much. This has been breaking down bits, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Brian Gendron. I'm Drew Jordan. Thanks for joining us here live at the Riot Comedy Festival. Woo.
1: Thanks for listening to Breaking Down Bits. You can keep in touch or get more when you follow at Breaking Down Bits on social media. Visit the website BreakingDownBits.com or shoot us an email at BreakingDownBits at gmail.com.